The fog comes on little cat feet. It sits looking over harbor and city on quiet haunches and then moves on. From the American poet Carl Sandburg, 1878 to 1967. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaju Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for August 8th to 15th, 2014, the full sturgeon moon. <coughs> now, here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Many a morning we awaken in thick fog. Sometimes it just stands still and sometimes it floats over island and inlet, house and hill, giving the whole landscape an air of enchantment, like Brigadoon, where numinous figures long gone still wander in the mists, only to disappear in an instant when we turn to look at them. By breakfast time, the fog has usually retreated out over the water to wait out the day until it can creep in again and embrace us with its misty damp and spirit us away from this world of traffic jams and tourist trams. Rainy days now find us packing to move Awanajo Almanac's headquarters from our Blue Hill Field Station to our Moose Island Field Station. And this means sorting through numerous books, not to mention myriads of other mementos, knickknacks, curios, and tchotchkes, things that we've collected over the years and deciding which ones to keep and which to give away. In the age of Google and Kindle, our children might ask, well, why keep any books at all? And yet the first box packed contained a complete compact reference library with a thick one-volume encyclopedia, a massive dictionary of American English, the wonderful Passamaquoddy Maliseet Dictionary, and a heavy biblical concordance with every word that appears in the Bible. Why? Well, because Google could crash forever, for heaven's sake, <coughs> or the Internet could be taken over by anti-intellectual wingnuts, or an electromagnetic solar storm could wipe out our entire electric grid for years. Why? I don't know why. I just have to have a few books to hold on to. And their batteries never need recharging. Here's a mountain report. Hermit thrushes sing their breathy Celtic tunes on the old growth slopes, while their cousins the robins scout about calling to each other like red-cloaked hunters staking out their turf and chasing their game. They are meat eaters, for sure. Morning doves hoot to each other through the woods, mated for life. They sound like old married couples calling to each other from one room to another. Here's a field and forest report. Maine's annual blueberry harvest is underway with thousands of migrant workers from the Caribbean and Mexico coming to do the hard work. Projections are for an average harvest, but keep the rains coming by Zeus. And no hail, please, so the berries will be nice and juicy. The late summer crop of mushrooms is also springing up all around. These 
various and colorful fruiting bodies rising above the ground like a, like a scene from Alice in Wonderland. These are the flowers of the fungus, which grows unseen underground. Some claim that the largest living creature on Earth <clears throat> is a golden mushroom, Amalaria ostoia, in the Malheur National Forest in eastern Oregon. This fungus reportedly covers over 2,200 acres, 3.4 square miles. It is of a type that is parasitic and may kill host plants, including Douglas fir, but many mycorrhizal fungi are symbiotic and beneficial to their hosts. They intermingle and greatly extend the root systems of the host and help it absorb moisture and metabolize minerals that the plants alone could not. The fungi, in turn, absorb carbohydrates they need from the plants with which they are partnered. It's a little like a marriage, a marriage made not in heaven, but in earth. Finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from William Faulkner. In August, there's a few days somewhere about the middle of the month when suddenly there's a foretaste of fall, a cool, a lambent, a soft, a luminous quality to the light as though it came not just from today, but from old classic times. And from Catherine Mansfield, 1888-1923. If only one could tell true love from false love, as one can tell mushrooms from toadstools. Across the sky. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.